Hi, welcome to Review Without a Cause, the podcast where I review movies and or TV shows and I pretend to know what I'm saying and or doing. Quarantine edition. Lockdown edition. Um, I know it has been crazy. I know I haven't uploaded in so long. I'm so sorry. I want you to remember these words I'm saying to you, listener. I am sorry because... It's been crazy. I'm not alone anymore. I've heard, I've said that in several episodes before. Well, a few. I haven't recorded much since I've been, uh, since I moved from London. Now I have a job, so I have something to do. Whatever. Just, you know, living life. And I finally found some strength to record this because, to be fair, I've been in so much stress, emotional and physical, to find a job, to get my shit together, to work on myself after so much 2020 i tell you it's been a fucking journey um i'm not loving this i'm not gonna say it. i'm not gonna lie 2020 is not my favorite year um have we had worse years so far i don't think so 2020 you did well well a connoisseur a connoisseur of um horrible years what a premium upgrade gourmet edition seriously anyway so I was trying to gather strength to upload an episode because, you know, when you're not motivated crea- creative, creatively, I cannot even speak English anymore. That's what happens when I speak German 24-7 and I don't even speak Spanish anymore. I'm just like, oh my God, I hate it so much. Um, so I'm thankful that I have this. <laughs> you guys, I'm so thankful for you. Um, today, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little something different. We're going to talk about movies that fit a certain category. Today we're going to talk about movies, we're going to talk about games, game night, game situation, based on a board game, based on a game, <laughs> you get it, um, because um, the family of my boyfriend, I've been spending a lot of time with them lately, and they love game night, <sighs> I'm not going to lie to you, I haven't lied to anybody about this, I'm pretty open about my opinions about game nights, I hate game nights, they are ridiculous to me, I don't understand why you just... We, why don't you just talk to people, watch a movie? I just, you know. So Game Night has been kind of a discovery for me. Uh, it's not my thing, but I've, I've been trying, you know. You got to try for the ones you love. Um, so that's what I've been doing. And I have a few movies that I have seen that actually create the same, I mean, same topic, same um, environment, same vibe, as we like to say. <laughs> And I thought that while we're cooped in during, during quarantine and all that, it might be cool to um, watch the movies that are that you can identify with because you do that sometimes when you do game nights when you stay in. Or if you want, maybe it motivates you to watch, um, to play a game after you're done watching the movie. Maybe it motivates you to spend more time, like quality time and not just watching movies like I am. Um, you know, so I know it's very difficult because we're all working from home. Uh, some of us are, or some people just don't have anything to do. So what else do they do other than watch Netflix or YouTube or something else? But I mean, playing games with each other, as much as I hate the concept, it's very nice to um, change some stuff in your routine, to talk to people, to face-to-face, you know, physical things. So I thought, why not just make an episode inspired on games movies game night movies whatever you get the you get the drill i'm sorry i haven't uploaded in a while i'm not gonna uh, make more excuses so why don't we just jump into it choose your player choose your player that's from tiktok also i'm obsessed with tiktok 
Um, and um, that's the way it is. If you want, oh my God, I'm not even going to start talking about TikTok. It's not just young people dancing, I got to say, okay? Those ads are very misleading. It's not like that. So um, that's what I've been doing most of the time. I've been watching TikTok and YouTube um, and renovation um, channels and DIY. I don't know why. That's just something I've uh, started liking, I guess. And then yesterday, Apple Podcast wrote me and all the creators saying like, hey, I know it's difficult, blah, 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 blah. So it inspired me. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. I love you. Mwah. So that I'm here right now. Thank Apple for me, guys, okay? If you see her down the street, you're like, thanks. Well, I'm not down the street because we can go out. But you know what I mean. Just say, hey, <laughs> you know, review without a cost and um, just hi. But not in like a Lannister way. Like, I don't want you to kill Apple or this... um personification of the brand that we're talking about uh, anyway this is too deep let's just jump into my list of game inspired movies that might want to make you want to do a game night instead of just watch something on your screen yay catchy that was really catchy let's begin with the coupe de grace i don't know if that's uh, a way of using it but that's what i'm using uh, it for game night the movie actually called Game Night. It premiered in 2018. I've watched this movie two times or something like that. And every time it makes me laugh a lot. Every time that you're uh, with friends just chilling and you're like, hmm, what movie can we watch? I either suggest The Nice Guys, which is a great movie, or Game Night. Or um, uh, The Spy Who Used to Love Me or something. The, the Spy Who Used to Date Me. You know, the Mila Kunis one. Um, but we're talking about Game Night. Game Night, nobody expected Game Night. Like, nobody expected the Spanish Inquisition. Basically, Game Night came out in 2018. Um, and it stars Jason Bateman. If you don't know who Jason Bateman is, he is the one who voiced the fox of Zootopia. <laughs> um, he's also Michael in Arrested Development. He's also in a bunch of, like, comedies. I don't know what to tell you. He's a good-looking guy with a sexy voice. Then we have a Rachel McAdams who plays his wife. Um, then we have... Kyle Chandler, who I know because of some show, I can't remember. Then we have Sharon Horgan. Um, I've never heard about her, but she's Welsh, which I think is cool. Then we have Billy Magnuson, my beautiful cherry on the top. Billy Magnuson has done unpronounced. Magnuson? That sounds better. Billy Magnuson, my beautiful, beautiful man who's done in so has who's done such amazing projects. Um, he's been around for so long. I didn't know he was Rapunzel's prince in Into the Woods, but he's also in The Big Short. He plays a big, uh, small role in that. He is the brother of Jonah Hill, believe it or not, in Maniac. He's in an episode of Black Mirror in 2017. He is in The Ball Type, or he was. I don't know if he's still around. I haven't seen it. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, American Crime Story. Um, the one from J.J. Simpson. Like, that guy has been around. I love him. Um, he's been in The Good Wife, too. Like, he has a very nice career. And I think he, there's so much coming from him yet. So, um, I'm excited. I don't know. He's in Aladdin, guys. He he plays the prince Anders. The prince who's not really clever. <laughs> Same. That's me. Um, so, you get it. He's been in such promising stuff. I love the guy. 
Then we have Lamorne Morris, who you know, because he's Winston in New Girl. If you were always wondering, where, where's this guy? Doesn't he do any more movies? What's happening? He's he's here. Then Kylie Bunbury. I've never seen her before. This is the first movie I've seen her in. Pretty cool. She's um, Lamorne Morris, or plays Lamorne Morris's wife. Then we have Jesse Plemons. I've talked about Jesse before because I called her. See, I'm doing it again. I called him Kirsten Dunn's wife. Um, he's married to Kirsten Dunst, to be fair. And he's also recently been in the movie The Irishman. He plays the role of the adoptive son or like protege of Jimmy Hoffa. Then he was in Black Males in 2015. Black Males in 2015, sorry. And he also Black Mirror. So he's also been doing amazing stuff. He was in Fargo. That's where he met his wife, I believe. Great um, season of the show, Fargo, in 2015. He played Ed Blomquist. You have to check it out. Seriously, it's so good. Um, then we have Michael C. Hall um, doing a small role. Danny Huston, he's also there. Um, as I like to call him, the jazz man of New Orleans because of American Horror Story, Coven. Um, and other cameos by other people that are also cool, like uh, Chelsea Peretti. You know her because of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, there's many people. Anyway, this movie, basically, the description on IMDb says, a group of friends who meet regularly for game nights, for game nights, find themselves entangled in a real-life mystery when the shady brother of one of them is seemingly kidnapped by dangerous gangsters. Okay. So, um, the story is not new. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's been how many, count the times you've watched a movie where... Somebody sets up like a pretend mystery, but then it actually happens, so they actually have to um, solve a mystery for real. Like, I can think of two right now, I think. One is the movie The Game with Michael Keaton. No, it's not Michael Keaton. Um, what's that guy that I don't really like that's uh, married to Catherine Cedar Jones? Michael Douglas. Thank you. So, it's basically the game from 1997, but not as serious. Or, I don't know, just many of them. I think um, Murder Mystery was one. Or maybe not. I don't know. I That Netflix production, I did actually review it, but I don't remember. So, if you want to listen to me talk about uh, Mystery... Mystery... Uh, Jesus Christ... Murder Mystery, just go on, um, look for that episode, because it's somewhere, somewhere, you know, it's out there. Um, this movie is so fun. It has 6.9 stars on IMDb. It's not bad. The cast is amazing. They have amazing chemistry, and it's not very, like, it's not boring at all. Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams have an amazing chemistry, and it's, like, couple goals, hashtag couple goals. Um, it's really great, amazing. It's so funny. I don't know. It doesn't take itself too seriously. So I love when comedies do that because it shouldn't. It's a comedy, you know what I mean? So I 100% recommend this. They um, mention different kind of games. It might inspire you. Like I said, the whole point of this it might inspire you to play some board games, you know? As much as I hate to, you know, make you think like this. It could happen. Um, I love this movie. I... It's so easy to rewatch it. It's so great. I know that the people in Cinema Sense are also big fans of this. So I have there's we have that seal as well of approval. Um, and I think it's great. So if you wanna watch a movie of all of that list that I'm giving you today, 
What's that? What's game night, dude? Ooh la la. Number two, uh, coming up hot, hot, hot. Um, <laughs> that was disgusting. Um, we're talking about Clue. Iconic Clue, I know, I know. Well, um, Clue was a movie from 1985. Well, it's still a movie. It hasn't um, expired or anything. Clue is from 1985. It has 7.3 stars on IMDb. That should tell you, girl, you're out in for a fucking ride. Um, this movie is considered a cult movie. Um, and that doesn't mean that there are people like killing babies and having orgies. It means, Jesus, that sentence was great. Uh, it means basically that he has a following among the years, and uh, just like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, it doesn't matter how much time has passed. People still meet to watch it. They still do cosplay. It's still very popular in popular culture. Basically, that's what it means. That's what it means. Um, I don't know what accent that was. And funny enough, in this movie, there's also Tim Curry, who I think is just what makes everything gorgeous in life. And I wish I could hurry. I could hurry. <laughs> I could hurry Tim Curry. Uh, I could hire Tim Curry to be in my life so that my life could have some meaning. But for now, I just have to watch his movies. So basically, this movie, I'm just going to read the description first. Six guests are anonymously invited to a strange mansion for dinner. But after their host is killed, they must cooperate with the staff to identify the murder as the bodies pile up. Um, this Obviously, this movie is based on the board game Clue. Uh, like the characters are also called like Mrs. Peacock, Mrs. White, Professor Plum, blah 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 blah. Miss Scarlet, you know the drill. Um, so this movie has amazing lines, has amazing humor, and I, like I said in Game Night, it doesn't take itself too seriously. So let's talk about the cast. Um, I don't know many of them. I'm sure they're all iconic because this movie is iconic, but. We have, first of all, we have Tim Curry, who plays Wadsworth, which um, he's a butler. Then we have Eileen Brennan, plays Mrs. Peacock. Madeleine McCann is here. Christopher Lloyd, um, if you know him because he is Doc in Back to the Future. <laughs> I know. Or Uncle Fester Adams in Family Adam Values. Adams Family Values, I'm sorry. Who um, That movie I also reviewed, like Adams Family. I think I talked about it on my Halloween list. Somehow this guy just always slips in here. Um, yeah, Christopher Lloyd once again. Back for a second round. Then we have Michael McKean, Martin Maul, Leslie Ann Warren, uh, Colleen Camp. Then we have um, other people. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say anything. But um, this movie is great. You should definitely watch it. It's a bit older. I mean, it's 1985. So the color is not exactly the best color ever. But... It is so dynamic. So keep in mind, Clue is basically takes place in a mansion. So it's kind of like a bottle episode, but it's a movie episode. It's a bottle movie. It's a bottle movie. So it takes place in the mansion, but it doesn't feel like you're caged in. You move from room to room. It's so dynamic. People run uh, in and out there. And it's not only that, it's visually and aesthetically um dynamic it's also that the dialogue is so quick that you have to pay attention not in the sense of oh there's a clue no in the sense of all the jokes all the layers to the humor sometimes and the interactions between characters that you don't want to miss so you always have to pay attention um it's really dynamic in that sense as well so even though it's a very stationary location i don't know stationary i know that's for pens and papers you know the, the fuck i mean it's my third language okay give me some break 
um, give me a break. Give me a Kit Kat. Um, sorry. So even though the um, location and the set is very sta stationed, it's very, you know, stationary. <laughs> uh, it's very stable. Now I'm talking about stables. I don't, I, it's been a while since I haven't, since I've talked English. It's not moving. It's not dynamic. Okay. It's kind of set there because it's a fucking set. Um, the dialogue and the movements and the performances of the people make it so dynamic. You don't even notice that you've been in one room for a while. The I don't remember how the shots are made, but that was also, even though in 1985 and so people were not used to, um, they did like longer shots sometimes in the 70s, uh, particularly they did like longer shots and it was it kind of, everything kind of dragged on. Um, this movie doesn't feel like that at all. If you're kind of like a very, if you're one of those indie people who in like a movie night, somebody's like, let's watch Deadpool. And then you are the guy with two balls who stands in front of all your friends and says, we're going to watch Clue from 1985. And there's nothing you guys can say about it. Um, and you make yourself um, an indie cocktail with kombucha or something. And then you watch Clue. And that's who I want you to be. So please be that person. Because Clue is awesome. And I know some people uh, back in London um, who love this movie. Shout out to Will. Shout out to the London. That's another song I've been listening because it's a hit from 50 Seconds of Summer. Why am I even talking about 50 Seconds of Summer? 50? <laughs> 50 Seconds of Summer. That doesn't have the same ring as 5 Seconds of Summer. 50. <laughs> that's how this summer is gonna feel like like 50 seconds of summer and then you're sitting like when is it over this feels way too long for a catchy uh band um that was funny at least to me it was i don't know i don't know what you guys think um that was clear you guys get a clue <laughs> funny um this movie oh sorry i forgot to say and i also forgot to say who directed the other movie but you know who cares this movie is directed by jonathan lynn and also written by Jonathan Lynn. Jonathan Lynn, what else have you done? <sighs> God. Um, he's also directed, directed, he's directed 14 different credits. Um, my Uncle Vinny is one from the 1992. So his last thing was a TV series called Yes, Prime Minister from 2013. So if you want to look at some stuff then we have oh i've heard i've heard about this movie this movie is called um nuns on the run <laughs> what the fuck um and yeah it's just two guys it i know it sounds crazy but it's basically two guys who are on the run and they become nuns to escape that is actually brilliant so it's basically like some like it hot but instead of dressing up in, as a woman like joining a woman band in the 30s, 40s, they become nuns. Great. Love it. <laughs> That's what I do to call the cat in this house. Um, there's a cat in this house. Her name is Cleo. She's 18 years old or 17 old, basically. And now she's in that stage that old cats get when they're old, when they meow about everything. And she's really needy, so same. Ariana Grande would love her, and she's like meows or wakes her wakes us up really early, scratching at our door, or she wants to be fed twenty four seven, even though she doesn't eat anything, or her stomach cannot really handle it, so she pukes on the stairs, just stuff that um old cats do. Just write it down, learn about it, 
and accept it and move on. Um, like we're gonna do. Let's move on to number three of the list. Number three. I'm talking about my uh, boyfriend's obsession, and it's Jumanji. Now, I'm not talking about twenty. Um, twenty twenty was it the last one? Jumanji. Um, Jumanji the Next Level 2019. Okay, so I'm not talking about Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. I'm not talking about Jumanji the Next Level, bitch. I'm talking about Jumanji 1995, where the music freak the music scared you so much that you couldn't watch this movie by yourself. Yeah, that's right. That's the Jumanji I'm talking about. I don't want to see the rock moving his pecs up and down. I actually want to see that, but. Like, we're not talking about this. We're talking about the Jumanji from 1995, who has seven stars on IMDb, was directed by Joe Johnston, which is a crazy name that I'm crazy. I can't believe he has actually kept that name. He's also, by the way, he is also the director of Captain America, the first Avenger. And he's also the director of October Sky. And um, I don't know, dude. A bunch of stuff. But we're talking about Jumanji from 1995, which is not known for its director. So why am I going to talk about him, you know? Um, if you have forgotten, if you're not a 90s kid, or what the fuck's wrong with you, I don't know. This movie is about this. The following. I'm going to read the description, okay? When two kids find, up, find and play a magical board game, they release a man trapped in it for decades. And a host of dangers that can only be stopped by finishing the game. By finishing the game. So we rushed through the last part. I was running out of everything um this movie stars robin williams rest in peace love him uh, jonathan hyde hyde or heat hyde kirsten dunst oh making a second a second appearance in this episode bradley pierce bonnie hand crazy bb neuviet is she german baby neuviet David Alan Greer, of course, Patricia Clarkson, um, and other people. Um, so this movie's iconic. To be fair, I mentioned the actors, but nobody remembers. Like this thing about this movie is that you don't remember the actors. You don't remember. You remember how you felt because when you watched it, you were a child. So you remember the sensation of being so nervous when you heard the drums. So you were so excited when you saw that there was a tiger. I don't remember if it was a tiger, but. I've seen tigers everywhere because of Tiger King and I don't know. Um, you remember a tiger showing up in a living room or like, I, I don't know what else happens in this movie, but this movie is iconic. Obviously, I'm not sure if Jumanji is an actual board game. Do you guys know? Um, I don't know, but apparently this movie was criticized because it was marketed as a family film, but it was too scary for children. You know, I told you, it's a, it's a movie that, that music scares the shit out of you. I had a class in university when I started for my bachelor, um, and where we analyzed how horror films were made 100% more scary because of music. And my professor specialized for some reason in, like, horror film um, soundtracks or sound in horror films. I don't know. Fascinating stuff, dude. Um... And basically, it was so scary that Robin Williams didn't allow his children to see it. So maybe we shouldn't have been allowed to watch it. Um, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, I just... Okay, so I do think that Jumanji 
is a board game. I've I didn't play it. I didn't have it. It's it says here that the Jumanji game board was very popular throughout the years to the point where a screen use board was sold in 2014 for $60,800. Like, I don't know. Crazy stuff. Basically, watch Jumanji again, but the old Jumanji, not the new one. Because we have enough Dwayne The Rock Johnson for our lifetime, you know, and he'll come up with another movie. Obviously, you don't hate him because you don't hate Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but you need a break sometimes, you know? He's a very nice guy. Sometimes you need a break from him. And you tell him. you. I'm sure he'll understand it. He's such a nice guy. He'll understand you need a break. You'll be like, hey, Dwayne, um, do you mind if I go out for coffee, like me and my friend? Like, you're not coming. Um, is it okay? Cause, and he'll be like, of course, it's fine. Do you want me to pick something up? Um, I don't know. Should I cook for you when you come back? And you're like, it's fine, Dwayne. Thank you for allowing me to be by myself or with friends other than you. And he's like, I love you. Did I tell you guys about my erotic dream of Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a bathtub bathing me? Should I have shared this with all of you? I don't think I should have, but it's done. It's gone now. There's no way to edit this. So enjoy that. Keep that in your pocket. Fold it nicely and neatly so other people can see it. And put it in your pocket and take it home. That was uh, Jumanji, 1995. And now the last movie that surprised me and that I watched recently. Coming up after a break from our sponsor. I don't have a sponsor, so it's I'm going to tell you right now what movie it is. Sorry. <laughs> Final movie. Why do I always start, like, every segment singing? I don't know. Last movie is Tag. T-A-G. It's not really a board game, but it's a game anyway. You know it. I know it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson knows it. I hope he does. Um, This movie came out in 2018, has 6.5 stars on IMDb. And basically, the description is a small group of former classmates organize an elaborate animal game of tag that requires some to travel all over the country. Now, I'm going to tell you something beautiful about this movie. It is based on a true story. Um, uh, Basically, the movie did, it's based on true events. In 2013, a Wall Street Journal wrote an article about this uh, group of men who had been playing the, ga- the game of tag for 23 years, and they started in 1990. Um, basically, when this movie came out, they'd been playing tag for 28 years, and, I mean, it's crazy. Like, this movie stars... It's a great movie. Like, it's not the best movie ever, but it's really entertaining, and it's really gorgeous. Um... I know the story is very nice. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it stars Ed Helms, uh, um, John Hamm, gorgeous man, Jesus Christ, Annabelle Wallis, um, Jake Johnson, Isla Fisher, Annibal Buress, which is always gorgeous to he- Like, I love Hannibal. Hannibal or Annibal, do you think? Hannibal? Okay. Hannibal Bury. Bure- I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. He's so amazing. Um, You know him because he's been in Neighbors. He's... Mate, he's been in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was Coach Wilson. Um, he's in Broad City. That's why I know him from. Um, he always, obviously, he does stand-up comedy. He um was I don't know he had a TV show called Hannibal Buress Handsome Rambler. <laughs> he's just very funny. Um, he does a voice in BoJack Horseman. Um, anyway, I know him because of 
uh, road city. So I don't know what you know, but I'm telling what I know. Uh, then we have Noah Dunn. We have Jeremy Renner is in this um, and Rashida Jones. Uh, basically, Jeremy Renner is the guy who hasn't been tagged in basically almost 30 years of playing tag together. So they all um, kind of team up against him. And the game of tag doesn't happen all year round. Like they have lives, they're grown ups, but they do it in the month in the month of May. They have the chance to tag each other. And obviously, Jeremy Renner hadn't been hasn't been tagged ever. They say um, in the real life story. They also did it one month a year because obviously they had jobs and families. So they did it in the month of February. That's kind of different. Um, and they started playing when they were in high school in the 80s. And then um, they met again. And every time they met, they were talking about the game. And they ended up playing it anyway. So they thought, why shouldn't they? And uh, one of the one of the people who played tag was a lawyer, uh, Patrick Schultheis. And he actually created a tag participation agreement. And um, you can find it on the internet if you want to. Um, there's like witnesses. You have you can read the whole agreement. Who uh, was signed by the real by the ten real Tag Brothers in 1990? <laughs> this is such a like a nerdy thing. Um, and if you're gonna ask if every person in the movie is based on actual people, it's not true. It's just a mixture of all of them together. Certain situations are really close. Like I'm I'm gonna is a bit of a spoiler. So if you don't. Just skip this um, episode for like 15 seconds. Basically, in the movie, they do tug someone at his father's funeral. And they did that in real life, too. Um, but it's it's a comedy, so it's funny. Spoilers over. Uh, but they went the f- like they went the extra mile. Um, it's not 100% the story, but it's uh, very close to it. They obviously did it more cinematically. This movie is just very pure in the sense of it's adults playing children's games. And they have this saying in the movie. I'm going to try to find it. Um, well, it's kind of like you don't stop playing because you grow up. Wait, what is it? You don't grow up because you stop playing. You stop playing... <laughs> And then you go up or something like that. Anyway, I just think that I watched it with my boyfriend. And I think it was really nice that um, grown-up people can play silly games too. Like, nobody's telling you. As long as you do your job and you're professional in your environment. And um, you don't leave your children on the street for everybody to pick up. um, Then why shouldn't you play a game of tag with your bros? You're your bros, dude. I think it was really pure, a very pure message. And I think it, ins- I mean, it definitely inspired me to be more childish, um, to get out and do that extra weird thing of like grabbing a plane and surprising. Uh, this doesn't happen in the movie, but like surprise your friend on his way to work and just tag him. That's so dumb. But obviously you could do it if you wanted to. I don't know. Sometimes I think I just, I would do stuff just for the story. So in my case, I love this movie. I love the way it represented that friendship of 30 years, almost 30 years doing this. And I think it's such a simple idea of like, yeah, we play tag and we're um, 40-something-year-old. And one of them was a, a priest, by the way. <laughs> in real life, one of them was a priest. Um, and this movie also stars, obviously, I didn't talk about it because I got distracted because I was talking about Hannibal Buress. Buress? 
Bures. Bures? Um, Bures. Um, uh, Nick Miller is in this. What's his name? Jake Johnson. Did I say his name? Did I mention him before? I think I might have. Uh, Jake Johnson, you know, because he's the owner of my heart. And he's also the voice of Spider-Man in um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And he's also Nick Miller from New Girl. He's also in Jurassic World from 2015. He is also in... He's gonna be in Jurassic World 3. Why are they doing more Jurassic World movies? I don't understand. Um, Bojack Horseman, he's been there too, you know? Uh, the Mummy, he was there. Like, he's been everywhere. I love him. I love that guy. He's doing so well. And I love his nose. I think he broke it at some point. But I think it suits him so much. That's not the important. I'm sorry. I'm such a nose girl. That's not a thing. And when you say it to people, it sounds like I do cocaine. I'm such a nose girl. I'm going to go and powder my nose. Like for me, that's I'm going to do cocaine in the bathroom. And I'm married to a drug dealer. Obviously, me talking about mob wives again. Um, that's just, again, that's what I want to do in life. And that's what I aspire to end up doing. Hasn't worked yet. Yet. But if there's any mobsters out there who want a girl who look cute and um, that look tries on jewelry and does nothing more, call me up. Because I would love to. Um, so I think that's it. I think that's the list. I'm not going to make it longer because you're not going to listen to it anyway. Are you? I mean, you have plenty of time to re-listen re to my old episodes. And I will 100% um, be try to try to record more. This schedule, the update, schedule update right now is kind of crazy because... Um, I don't know. We're um we're figuring out. I'm we might we're working from home, but we might uh, be able to come back to work soon. Things in Germany are feeling a little bit better. Apparently, I don't know. I don't trust it. I'm good at home. Thanks very much. Um, but if this episode has inspired you to watch a movie or to play a board game, then and or step out of your screens, or, you know, do something childish like play a game of tag inside your apartment but be careful don't break anything because i know that lamp is way too expensive and i don't know what you feel like um about delivering right now but things are not looking out for you anyway thank you so much for listening um i haven't done i haven't done this in a while but if you want to find me somewhere in life you know where to find me on instagram at sarcastic dimples that's where i'll be that's my personal account I'll be at Review Without a Podcast on Instagram as well. And then I'll be on Gmail at ReviewWithoutACause at gmail.com. I'm on Patreon if you want to sponsor me. Patreon.com uh, slash ReviewWithoutACause. Like, girl, I don't even know what to tell you. You can find me anywhere you want. If you look hard enough, I'll be there. Thank you so much for listening. Um, stay hydrated. Stay okay. Watch a silly movie. Watch, listen to some of the episodes um, and then decide which one you want to do. Or do like a game of roulette and just scroll through my list of episodes. And if you end up on one, you have to watch it, like the movie. Wouldn't that be funny? Um, I don't know. Tell me how um, you're going through this because I need some advice. Um, and if you want to watch any of these movies and you don't end up liking them, tell me. Tell me how much you fucking hate me and how much you love uh, Jumanji from the Dwayne Rock Johnson and not how blah, 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 you know? Like I said, come to me, my child, my children. 
Uh, thank you so much for listening. That was a very long outro. And I'll see you. You'll hear me later.